Hi, this is Jin Lebedo, and I'm your host of BizTalk. And our recent snowstorm is a good metaphor for what I believe is going on with salespeople out in the marketplace today. Now, I don't know who shovels the snow at your house, but in our house, it's split detail, meaning when I'm out of town, my wife does it. When I'm in town, I do it. Now, I've known since the spring, you know, I live here in Iowa, and, and I don't know if you heard what was going on here in Iowa, but we had these floods in the spring. And, uh, in fact, in the Cedar Rapids area, it was considered the century-long flood, meaning we haven't had a flood like this in you know, over a century. Uh, so we just got a lot of water. And I just remember sitting this spring thinking, okay, we're getting this in the spring. We're going to get kind of a lot of snow in the winter. Now, I don't have any mystical insight to forecasting, but, you know, we've been hit pretty hard already this winter. So there's been a lot of snow out there. So my point is, yeah, come through the summer, I had pretty much resolved that short of moving my business to Phoenix, I was going to be shoveling snow this winter. And so far, I've not been disappointed in, in that prediction. So when it snowed the other day, I, I got up and I did what I needed to do to clear the driveway. And uh, both my wife and I hate driving on snow-covered driveways because it packs the snow down, turns it into ice, and you have a mess that in Iowa doesn't clear up till April. So I get the main drive done, and I had to go off to a meeting. So I left the side driveway left undone, and the side driveway is where the kids park their cars. So I left that, and I told my wife, I said, it needs to be cleared. Well, when I got home that night, guess what? That had not been done. So what in effect had been uh, kind of a... It was a little bit heavy snow that morning. It had turned into basically a, a glacier. And I guess it was going to be stuck moving that glacier the next day. Well, you got it. It was me, which is fine. So when she asked me when I was going to do that, uh, the answer I gave was, you know, not soon enough. And so I figured out, okay, I better uh, get out there and get this done right now, which which is fine. But when I get out there, uh, she decides to come out with me, and she's pointing out the obvious, which is here's the snow that has to be removed, and by the way, here's the way you have to do it, and make sure you get this section over here kind of cleared out. And then when I informed her that I didn't have all the right uh, tools to do this job, meaning we needed more, you know, salt to melt the ice, I was told that make do with what you have. We definitely have enough salt. You need to focus what you need to get done, and you just need to work harder at the task at hand. It was at that moment that I thought, this is exactly what's going on with salespeople out there today. Here's what I mean by that. In any close relationship, we tend to lose sight of the things that are getting done and focus on the things that are left undone. Now, during a recession, what's left getting undone in sales is sales, hitting those numbers. Managers have always had a tendency to push two buttons, more and not enough. Just during slower times, those buttons seem to be pushed more frequently. Give me more and you're not doing enough is too often heard by our salespeople. What people really need is encouragement, especially when things slow down. I was with a group of salespeople the other day, and I asked them, what do you want to be hearing from your managers right now other than more and not enough? And it's interesting what they had to say. One person said, well, give me some recognition on the small things that we're actually doing and and going well. Recognition that uh, it's hard out there, and I'm trying as hard as I can. Stop hammering on hitting the numbers, one person said. Share financial information about the company and our status and where we're headed, which is looking for reassurance and confidence that everything is okay. Appreciation for the effort is what I heard. Understand that it's tough out there and that I'm trying really hard. 
One person said, I just like my boss to say, you know, I'm a seasoned professional and I'm confident that you're going to make it through these times. And one even added, he said, what I'd like to hear from a manager is, I'm here to help. What do you need? And my question is, are they really asking for too much? I was in another conversation this week with a Tom financial planner. He's in the top 10% of all the producers in his peer group. Every other year, the broker holds a conference, and only the top 10 percenters are asked to come, the ones that are bringing in the business. This year was supposed to be their trip to Hawaii, and my friend had made plans, and he was going to attend and told his wife because he can bring his wife along and even invited his in-laws and made a big deal out of it. Well, big deal, except for the brokers canceled the trip claiming it would send the wrong message to the marketplace, meaning they were fearful of what customers of these financial planners would be thinking about those financial planners if they were away at this big expensive trip at a sales meeting held in Hawaii. They were fearful of receiving the same negative feedback that AIG had received when they held their annual sales meeting here recently. Well, here's the big difference. AIG is publicly traded. This company is not. It's privately held. AIG received TARP funds, money from U.S. citizens. This company did not. AIG was bankrupt. This company is actually doing fine. So they're worried about sending the wrong message, and they miss the fact that they're sending the wrong message to their top producers, the ones providing oxygen to the organization. Yes, it keeps them going, and the oxygen they need is the revenue. The same ones that are getting hammered by the same financial markets that their customers are in. Frankly, I want my financial planner to go to the conference of his peers so he can learn things and get actually better because I need all the help I can get. The broker is lacking the understanding of true leadership. More and not enough are not the only two buttons you should be pushing. How about you? What buttons are you pushing? William Arthur Ward, I think, said it the best. Flatter me and I may not believe you. Criticize me and I may not like you. Ignore me, and I may not forgive you. Encourage me, and I will not forget you. So the buttons we need to be pushing, more and not enough, definitely when people need it. At the same time, we need to be pushing the gratitude button, the recognition button. Expressing gratitude actually opens the doorway to leadership. This is Jim Lobato, and you're listening to Biz Talk.